All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of Tunes Mate, episode 54. I'm Mark. And I'm Ray. And Ray, it's that time of year where you can put a whippy cushion on someone's chair, maybe pull a prank. What month is this? Uh, I don't remember because I think that's my joke. It's April, of course. <laughs> yeah, it's that time of year, right? You you do all kinds of stuff, uh, you know, that first day of the month, and and uh, organizations will pull jokes on people. I was tempted to pull a joke on my students, but I didn't, and you know, I pretend like I forgot an assignment or something. My my yeah, yeah. my kids were into it. They wanted to. Like you said, whoopee cushion or something. And so, yeah, it's April Fool's. So we're counting down fool music. Yeah. Songs that have fool or foolish or fooled or fool in some way in the title, right? Yeah. When you proposed this, I was like, hmm, I wonder what's going to be number one. And yes, the one I thought would be number one remained number one. (laughs) It was hard, but there were many other full songs that landed in here. I do have a top five. Mm-hmm. I did have a, a three-way tie at number five, but I've decided I'm going to pick one. Okay. Three-way tie because it's only fair unless I mash them all together, which it would be a really weird song if I tried to do that. That would be an interesting mashup if you did that. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Cool. I, uh, my, my first two were actually pretty, pretty set. Uh, when I started doing this, the first two came pretty easy. And then after that, it got really hard, everything between like three and eight or nine. And, you know, it was really picking a few fine lines. So before we get started, what are some songs that kind of just missed for you? Well, it was hard because when you sent this to me, you're like, hey, full music. One of the first songs that came to my mind was Fool for Your Love and White Snake because. Yeah. I like the original, but when they brought Steve Vai in, there's just something about Steve Vai. I don't know what it is, but he learned from Satch, you know, Joe Satriani, and he just really embodies, he just takes the song to another level. So that was really hard for me not to make that. Mm -hmm. And of course, I have the What Kind of Fool Am I, Rick Springfield is thrown in there. Mm -hmm. I had George Michael. Kissing a Fool. Mm-hmm. I even went back and I remember Van Halen had a song called Fools. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's right. They did. <laughs> they don't play it much, but I had to put it in here since I'm a big Van Halen fan. And then one that may surprise you that didn't make it, it kept going in and out, was Steve Perry, Foolish Heart. Now, that song, it reminds me of the entire album. Because Street Talk, from beginning to end, mm-hmm. almost every single song is a hit. I believe there were five releases off that album, if I'm not incorrect. And I just remember listening to that a lot when we were in the dorm room. So it was that was probably the hardest one that kept falling in. And then, of course, Cinderella. I had Nobody's Fool as well. Oh, yeah. It's funny you mentioned the White Snake one because uh, that was one that came to mind pretty quickly. But then, and I thought, oh, you know, it might make it. It might be close. And it didn't even make my. Or we're going to talk about our top five, but it didn't even make like my next five. And that's just, I, you know, as I started going through and mm-hmm. thinking about things and looking at things, 
there were a number of other ones that ended up, it'd probably end up about 11 or 12 for me. And you mentioned uh, the George Michael. That's an interesting one. That that ended up on my just missing list. And that's one that 35 years ago, you know, 30, well, 33, 34 years ago when it came out, when mm-hmm. the Faith album came out. And then that the, the next fall, in fall of 88, when that, that was released as a single, I loved that song. I mean, if you'd asked me this question 30 years ago, that would have been in my top five for sure. And, you know, but now there's just a number of things that beat it out that my my taste has changed over time, you know, as happens with music. Interesting, uh, the two that came closest to making my list and didn't were two songs by the name of Ship of Fools. There's the Robert Plant one from that same time period, 1988, from his uh, Now and Zen album, the third single off of that. But then there was also uh, Erasure's album at that time. You know the songs uh, Little Respect and Chains of Love. There was a song called Ship of Fools, and I love that album, The Innocence. And, and so I remember that one, too. So mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of great songs that I ended up thinking, well, just didn't quite make the list. Yeah, I mean, I even went back in time, and I remember you know, growing up, my mom would always put this Elvis cassette in, and it had some called Fools Rush In. And I was like, wait a minute, mm-hmm. isn't that Can't Help Falling in Love? Wait, what? <laughs> so that always confused me. So that I threw that in there. And then there was a Sammy Davis junior song to what kind of full am i which reminded me that could be a possible title title yeah this was hard ray did we want to try to crack into the top five see what's up there let's start talking top five so what do you got at number five all right so this was my three-way tie but i'm gonna pick one of the three so i had love full by the cardigans which 90 song Everybody wants to play the full. I went with the main ingredient from the 1970s, but the one that beat out all of them was the who won't get fooled again. And it's because also Van Halen did a remake on their live album. So just the breakdown, the drums just, that just takes it. I mean, I remember you even said while back, your dad was like, that has to be the best breakdown in a song ever yeah that's why it's got to be number five for me yeah yeah my dad i remember my dad one time telling me and remember we were driving the car this was almost 30 years ago and and he he told me uh i think it came on and he's like this is the best intro to a song and piano part and then drums come in and everything he's he said that to him that's his favorite one of all time and it's the who one and then, like you said, uh, Van Halen remade it and did a really good job remaking it. You mentioned Love Fool by the Cardigans, you know, c- coming real close there as your sort of tie. That one was another one of mine that just missed. It's got such a, mm. uh, a memorable sound to it from the, that mid-90s feel to it and and just something that, yeah, kind of sticks with us over time. Yeah, so so won't get fooled again, yeah. What's your five, Ray? So my number five, you mentioned uh, Steve Perry earlier in his uh, album there that had four top 40 hits off of that album. And this was the last of the four. And it was uh, Foolish Heart. It was really hard. I kept going back and forth talking about those those Robert Plant and Erasure and George Michael and the Cardigans. You know, they were all had potential to end up here. And at the end, I just said, you know, I just I just like this song just enough put it ahead of the other ones by a little bit it's got a such a nice feel to it and it was remade by uh, sharon bryant a few years later and uh, that version is really kind of good too and i just uh it's a it's a good song i mean this song i almost changed it 
so many times. Like it was going to blow away the three-way tie because this is one of those songs you hear it. I don't change the station. Yeah, right. We've talked about that before, that idea that, you know, songs that come on the radio. And, and you know, as, as I said last time we talked about it, you know, it depends on the mood. Sometimes there are songs I really like if it, it's not my mood. This is one that, yeah, it, you know, there are a number of moods that this is it'll just stay on. And it and one of the things is a lot of times I like songs that I can feel like I can sing along. And this is mm-hmm. one of those. It's a it's a song that's just easy to sing along to. If you know the words, you, you just kind of, you know, you, it's it's something that you don't have to feel like, God, I really can't sing that. Even if you don't, you know, you're not a great singer. It's, it's mm-hmm. a sing-along song. And there's something else with this song that you just reminded me about is I really think in this song, this is what Steve Perry is about. He hits so many different ranges with his voice that it's just so memorable. I mean, if this isn't the epitome of Steve Perry, I don't know what else is. Yep. I think you're right on. So what do you have at number four? Number four. So once again, we're getting to the top, so it's going to get a little bit harder. I had Led Zeppelin, Fool in the Rain. So this was In Through the Outdoor, the last album with John Bonham. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe this was their last top 40 hit as well. What I like about the song is that it really switches up. They blow a whistle somewhere like two minutes and something seconds in. And then it goes to this really like syncopated beat. It's like tropical. And then Mm -hmm. it goes back. And it's just one of those songs that whenever I hear it, I enjoy it almost as much as the first time I heard it. And that's rare for me. And especially when Led Zeppelin is played 24-7 on classic rock radio. You know, it, it is kind of a, it is, you were right, it's their, it was their last tor- top 40 hit. In fact, their last appearance on the, the Hot 100 altogether. And it's, it's a classic, and it, it's, a, it's a classic feel from Zeppelin, and, and a really uh, great choice, especially when we think about, you know, one of the things I think we're going to see over this countdown is the, the range of styles, right, that have all had songs about fools, and the range of eras that have had songs about fools. And so that you think about the, the Led Zeppelin era in the seventies, and this kind of brings it to a close and are, uh, yeah, really great, really great choice there. Would you have it for? So, you know, speaking about history and, and the history in different eras, uh, mine goes back even further and it's chain of fools by Aretha Franklin, you know, just, a uh, Aretha's got so many great songs and this is one of the top It's I don't know if it's my favorite Aretha Franklin song, but it's gotta be up there. And it's just got such a, a great feel. I mean, it's been used in commercials and movies and stuff. You know, it's because the, because the feel of it is so good and the instrumentation is really good in it. And so um, it ends up at number four for me. Yeah, great song. Same thing. I mean, so many songs by Aretha Franklin. And this is just one of those that stands out above all of them. And when you hear it, you know it, and you sing along. Yep, that again, that idea that you, you sing along, right? You know, and you can't help but sing along to it when you get to, especially when you get to that refrain in there. Mm-hmm. So, what's your number three? Chain of Fools. <laughs> so right there, man. Yeah, it's. I almost put it higher, but there's another song, as we'll find out in a few moments, that just squeaked it out. But once again, there's so many great songs by Aretha Franklin 
and this is just what a great song so what do you have so earlier you mentioned as you were, we were talking about you know songs that didn't quite make it songs that we other songs that we think of with fool and you mentioned uh, cinderella's got uh, nobody's fool from uh, uh early 80 late 86 early 87 and that was one that you know i thought about but in the end it didn't quite you know it didn't quite make it didn't quite even kind of hit the top 10. It kind of kept falling. But about a year and a half later, uh, Kenny Loggins put out a song called Nobody's Fool. And it was for Caddyshack 2. And, you know, the movie Caddyshack 2 is, eh, you know, not so hot. I mean, I love the original Caddyshack. The second Caddyshack 2 just didn't, you know, didn't quite do it. But, you know, they brought back Kenny Loggins. He had done he had done the song I'm All Right for the original Caddyshack, and they brought him back to do Caddyshack 2. Right? <laughs> right? I mean, you can't forget I'm All Right. And and so, you know, was, well, and that's hard to live up to. And, you know, honestly, I, I mean, I think I'm All Right's a, a, a fuller song and a, and a, and a I don't want to say better song, but a more memorable song than, than this one. But this one still rocks to me, and it's uh, Kenny Loggins' Nobody's Fool. I, I still like it. I still really, I mean, it comes on and I, I listen to it. I sing along to it. It's still kind of got the same feel as the old one and makes references to the old movie even in it. So it's, it's just got a lot of elements to it. The intertextuality, the feel, it's the, it's the sort of the, the kicking Kenny Loggins of the eighties, uh, his last of, you know, I mean, he was the master of the soundtrack in the 1980s with, Top Gun and Over the Top and Footloose and, and Caddyshack. And this was the last of his, his top 10 hit on that ride. And I, I really like it. So, and I, I was a little surprised because I, I kind of started doing this track. I'm like, okay, that's going to maybe make the top five. That might end up there. And then I start doing it all. I'm like, no, that's really number three. Yeah, I had Kenny Loggins as well. He's probably a 10 for me. I have to refactor my list now since I had that three-way tie. But Ray, I remember when this song came out. I remember the DJ saying, you know, hey, it's, you know, here's a new one for Kenny Loggins. I remember I went to the record store and once again, it was on Caddyshack 2 soundtrack. There's nothing else on there. It had Jackie Mason. I think he, I think there was a Jackie Mason bit on there too, for some reason, if I recall. Well, yeah. Cause he was but in the movie. Yeah. He I know he's in the movie, but I thought there was something on there, like some kind of audio track or something, but. <laughs> And I went out, I bought it, and I played it. I, I love that part, you know, I'm going all the way. You know, it's just, there's just something about that song. And it was hard for me, but Kenny, for some reason, kind of like Huey Lewis, has just slipped. I don't know what it is, but that was hard for me. Definitely, there's some Kenny songs for me, but for some reason, this one has slipped further down. Don't know sure. why. Sure. No, it's it, that idea, just like with the George Michael one for me, right, where Mm -hmm. I mean, 30 years ago, that's in my top five for sure. And one Same of my here. favorite uh, my George Michael songs of all time. But over time, you know, it's not that I don't like it anymore. It's just that my taste has changed a little bit and what I what mm -hmm. I dig, you know, and I think, yeah, the same thing here. Absolutely. So what do you have at number two? All right. This is interesting. So I went with Why Do Fools Fall in Love, mm -hmm. Frankie Lyman. It's from the 50s. But this is one of those songs where you go into... Um, yeah, I don't know what it is. One of those classic car shows or you go out somewhere. This is always in rotation. And it feels like it will never go out of style because fools will always fall in love. <laughs> I mean, it will 
continually happen. And I've heard punk rock versions of this. Mm -hmm. I've heard so many covers of this song, but there's just something about the original. You know, it's it gets to the point. You sing along to it. It sounds nice in the background. I don't know. I just, I had to honor it. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, you know, if you're doing a, you know, we, we kind of do this, this tension a little bit when, whenever we, we do these countdowns, that tension between what are my favorites and what are the, the most significant songs. And if you're doing a, a countdown of the most significant songs with the word fool in them, well, I don't know if this is number one, but it's got to make the top five. You know, Aretha Franklin's probably in there. You know, you mentioned Won't Get Fooled Again earlier. That probably has a shot. And Why Do Fools Fall in Love, as you said, it's been remade by tons of people in tons of styles. It's a song that, that, as you said, because of the theme, it continues to resonate over time. It doesn't lose its significance. It's a popular culture reference in uh, films, on television, etc. So, yeah, I mean, there's, there's all kinds of great reasons. And so, like you said, you know, given its, its relevance, its significance, it certainly warrants being there. All right, so what's it year two? So my number two, uh, you went back to the 50s for your number two. I go back to the 70s uh, for my number two, the second of the Doobie Brothers, uh, two number one hits, uh, What a Fool Believes. You know, what a tremendous sound. This one really could have contended for number one for me when I really started the list. I thought this one had a shot, but and it's clearly number two. Like I said at the beginning, my numbers one and two made themselves pretty clear pretty early on and then it kind of after that it was a a bit of a you know a jumble in numbers like two through ten and this one like i said at the beginning i thought it might be one but in the end it clearly slotted in at number two a great song such a a great feel to this song uh what a fool believes yeah i agree i mean the syncopation we've talked about this before on the yacht rock episode how many songs emulated this i think like pablo cruz and i mean once this song came out I'm not going to say it started a genre of music, but definitely there were imitators that came along and said, hmm, I kind of like that feel. Maybe we can do the same thing. Well, literally. I mean, right? Like we literally. Know. And then the Doobie Brothers even later said, hmm, Michael McDonald's gone. Maybe we can take some beat out of this song and make it our own as well. So I think there's just something with this song. It's just, it's it's pretty powerful. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, it's literally been, uh, you know, they've had to kind of uh, sue to get the rights for it because it's been, other songs have been so close to it that, mm -hmm. you know, that, uh, you know, when Robbie Dupree sounds like it and, you know, it's... Day Glow? Yeah, and Day Glow more recently this past year. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, they did, they, they, I don't, there wasn't a, a court case or anything about that, but yeah, it's the same kind of thing. We talked about that and you did a mashup to go along with that. Uh, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's that piano riff in there real is so memorable and becomes so useful as a basis for a certain kind of feel if you want it and and so as you said whether really close to it or just in that same style this really set a tone that that we've had now for you know well almost 45 for around 45 years <laughs> yes exactly so what's your number one what a fool believes <laughs> brothers yeah it was the one i wrote down Immediately, as soon as you said full music, I wrote it down and th nothing could take it out of there. Just because, like you said, I think almost 
every party I've ever DJ'd, right? Not a wedding because it's a little strange song, but this always goes on. It's just one of those that just gets the mood going. You know, people know what it is. Michael McDonald has that soulful voice. So I, I just, there's, there's no way I, I couldn't make it number one. Sure. For all the reasons, like I said, it early on when I first started this, I thought this could be number one. And, you know, there's lots of great reasons why, why it would be. So, yeah, great choice for number one. All right. What's your number one? So the song that ended up beating it out for me, we've talked about it already because it was down uh, toward the bottom of your top five here, was Won't Get Fooled Again. I identify so strongly with this song. I, was, I actually had it on last week in my office, and I was, I was cranking it, and I was dancing to it, and I was air guitaring to it. And there's so many Who so- songs by The Who that you can do that to, whether it's Bob, o- Bob O'Reilly or Eminence Front or, you know, Who Are You? I mean, there's, I, sometimes I listen to the, the Who's Greatest Hits, and if you go from I Can't Explain all the way to Eminence Front, you see like the, the development of rock music from the mid 60s to the early 80s as it moves from sort of the British invasion to the rock opera of the 70s to the electronic keyboard contained stuff of the late 70s, early 80s to the nostalgia for the 50s stuff of uh, You Better You Bet and stuff in the early 80s. And then, I mean, you've got this 80s funk with Eminence Front, which is actually my favorite song by the, by the Who. And this song is right in the, you know, the midst of all of that and the the feel of it, this whole, you know, we've got this revolution going on. We're kind of, you know, we're fighting the man, right? But, but in the end, meet the new boss, same as the old boss. And it's just, it's, it's got revolution all written through it, yet a critique of revolution going on through it. And I just, I identify so strongly with this song and, and the, and it's not just the lyrics, but the feel of it. And like you said, the, the instrumentation and how it all comes in and the solo in the middle. And I just, I, there was no beating this song once I sort of wrote it down. Yeah. And one thing I thought was interesting was it was, was right after nine uh, 11 and they were at the, that concert. And I remember them performing it there. And I just remember all the flags going up and everybody getting really excited. And it's just, it's interesting how this song has meaning even just beyond what you what you're talking about i think there's the song is significant that's why i was surprised it ended up there at the five Mm -hmm. but i don't know it's interesting how these lists come together that's all i can say yeah well you know that's it right that these songs have personal relevance to us but they also have this cultural relevance and and this is another one that you know as you said it's been remade van halen did it other folks have done it uh it's been used in popular culture in a number of ways uh, the who in general have been, you know, that's been done. It's that, you know, a lot of the the great songs are great because they they're going to resonate on both an individual level and on a uh, community level for folks. And and mm-hmm. I think so many of the songs, whether it's uh, Chain of Fools, uh, Why Do Fools Fall in Love, What a Fool Believes, Won't Get Fooled Again. I mean, so many of the songs that we just talked about, they're there because they have both that that individual resonance and that cultural and community resonance. Yeah, well, it was great counting down this list. I really had fun putting it together. I, you know, I one I forgot about that I wanted to tell you that I had on my my uh, my runners up list. Forgot about Fog Hat. They had Fool for the City. Yeah, 
I, I used to DJ this bar and that was somebody's favorite song. And I remember I had to go out and find this like lost classics of fog hat or something. <laughs> and it's just funny, like how some of these songs, you know, now, you know, it, you mentioned fog hat, people look at you like, what? <laughs> but there are so many songs, like the other one I had down, I forgot about fooling yourself by sticks. Oh yeah. You know, it's, you know, once again, sticks, they, they pop their head up every once in a while, but it's just, it's funny how there are a lot of songs with full, but you don't think about it. And this countdown made me realize there probably are a lot of songs that I like that have the title full in it. So it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. It really, you know, I, I kind of, I mean, the idea hit with, hit me after kind of thinking about the Doobie brothers and the who and, and, uh, and yeah, there were some, you know, I, I didn't mention a uh, foolish beat by Debbie Gibson. I mean, I love Debbie Gibson. That was, you know, our first number one hit and, and another one. And I think it's, you know, I mean, obviously in pop music, the, the theme of love comes up as much as more than anything, but it's interesting to take like a, a theme like this and see that it pops up over and over and over again here and there and, you know, in different places. And, you know, we can find all kinds of songs and all kinds of genres and it ends up being kind of fun. And isn't that what April Fool's Day is all about in the first place, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then I even started going down a tangent. And I was like, man, we could really go to down a tangent if you said if it was part of the lyrics because <laughs> there's some of my favorite coolio songs where he says fool you know and it, it just it makes you laugh so right yeah i appreciate this this was fun counting it down i hope everybody enjoyed listening to the countdown we are going to continue posting some great 80s flashbacks every day and i know you're doing and I was really digging the, you know, this happened 50 years ago. Then you had five years ago. Always amazed looking back at that and going, there are some big time songs that just you posted. And continually amazes me that we're hitting the point now where these songs are 50 years old. Yeah. It's kind of amazing as I write those things to think about, you know, some of the songs that are turning 50 right now, and even the ones that are turning 25 to think about this stuff that was in 1997 and think, gosh, that was 25 years ago that, you know, these song this song, this song hit number one, or this song hit the top 10 and, and uh, jiggy with it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's come. It's not, we're not, yeah, not quite there yet. But yeah. I know it's in October. Bill, yeah, but yep. yeah, I soon. remember that was '97. Yep, it's coming soon. So uh, you know, Will Smith won't be here because he's banned for ten years. But you know, it'll, right. it'll, it'll, it'll. Uh, but his songs will. Yeah. But the Fresh Prince isn't banned. <laughs> no, Come back well, his alter ego. <laughs> there you go. So yeah, it's a lot of fun, and and it really does. You know, it takes us down memory lane and reminds us of just how resilient these songs can be. And even some of the eighties flashbacks, you know, some of that stuff, you just, I just posted one by the band. So, and I had kind of forgotten about that song and, uh, I heard it. I heard it. It it just missed the top 40 hit number 41. It was their only song to chart on the top 100 on the hot 100. And, uh, I, I remembered and I hadn't remembered it. And then I, I, I played it and I'm like, Oh yeah, I remember not hearing this a lot, but just hearing it a little bit back in 1988. And, uh, and that's, you know, that's one of the great things about this. You hear things that you haven't heard in a while. You hear things that you've heard, you hear a lot and you hear things that you never heard before. And, and that's the joy of music. And that's what we're all about. 
Yeah, I mean, there was something just a couple weeks ago. It was a Cars song. I, I know it was a top, it went top 40, but they never play that song. And I, I think it was off Heartbeat City, but maybe 33 or something it went to. But I was like, they always play the same car songs. You mm-hmm. know, you might think and, you know, move it in stereo and, but they never play that song. Yeah. Wh- I think you're thinking of why can't I have you? Why can't I have you? But yeah. I was, it was a top 40 yep. hit. Yep. Just kind of squeaked in the top 40 a little bit there. And, and you're exactly right. You know, the same songs get played over and over again. And occasionally they'll throw in a, a little one here, but you've got all these uh, top 40 hits or, or almost top 40 hits that, you know, that, that, you, you never hear I, another one I did recently, uh, radio romance by Tiffany, uh, you know, squeaked oh, into yeah. the top 40. You never hear that one. I mean, you know, you'll hear, I think we're alone now and you might hear all this time maybe, or, um, could have been maybe, but really other than I think we're alone now, do you hear anything by Tiffany anymore yet? You know, she had, uh, five top, top 40 hits. Yeah, and that radio romance song, was always strange to me because I always thought Donna Summer should have been singing because yeah. <laughs> she's got another radio right. song, right? On the radio. On the radio, right? Yep. So when I hear that, and it's it's in a very similar style. Yep. Like if you put those back to back, you'd be like, hmm. So I could see how that hit top forty, and I'm surprised they don't play it. But you're right. I mean, there's and that's once again the point of tunes, mate, is that we want you to. Even if you're stuck in the 80s, even if you're stuck in the 90s, whatever decade you're stuck in, there are other songs out there that you should be checking out. So continue to subscribe, to follow this podcast, and give us a nice like out there. So once again, we hope you enjoyed it. Got some more interviews coming up around the corner here at Tudesmate. Once again, I'm Mark. And I'm Ray. And we will see you next time.